Moshe Goldfeder, Mount Sinai Jewish Center. For many of us, the month before Pesach can be quite exhausting. By the time that Yom Tov finally gets here, no one even wants to think about the concept of preparing anymore, which is sad because one of the greatest lessons in preparation actually comes from the Torah reading on the seventh day of Pesach, the story of Kriyas Yamsov. Shmos Perak Tesvav Pasachov tells us that as the Jewish people emerge from the Yamsov, and Miriam the Neviah, the sister of Aaron, took the drum in her hand, and all of the women went out after her with drums and with dances. Rashi, quoting the Mechilta, asks a wonderful question. Where in the world did Miriam get a drum in the middle of the Yamsuf? How did it happen that the women of Israel brought drums into the desert? The Mechilta answers that, the righteous women of that generation were confident that Hashem performed for them miracles. And so they brought out drums from time. They brought out drums in preparation for the celebration of the redemption. The Gemara in Sota, Dafyad Alf and Bez, tells us that within the schos of these same righteous women that the Bnei Yisrael were redeemed. What did they have that the men didn't? They had drums. Now the question is, why were those drums so significant? What exactly did they stand for? The Navi Micha tells us that the redemption of Pesach will serve as the model for the future redemption in the days of Mashiach. And so to answer our questions of why they needed drums, let's take a look at that future redemption. Ani Mam in number 12 reads, Ani Mam in Bunashlema Vyasa Mashiach, I believe with complete faith in the coming of the Mashiach, and even though he may tarry with all this, I still wait for him every day that he shall come. Now what's striking is the following. The twelfth animamin is the only animamin that answers an implied question. The eleventh one, for instance, is about schav onesh, reward and punishment. It says, I believe with complete faith that God rewards those who follow his commandments and causes those who transgress them to be punished. But we don't say, I believe in reward and punishment, and even though I see bad things happen to good people, I still believe in reward and punishment. We don't answer any of the questions that could be asked. Why by Mashiach do we say, even though he's taking a long time, I still continue to wait. The Biskarov says that in truth, we're not answering an implied question here. The Rambam in Yerchos Malachim Yid Aleph Aleph writes that, Anyone who does not believe in Mashiach, Oh, or someone who doesn't wait for him. He denies not only the prophets, but also the Torah and Moshe Rabbeinu. But notice, if you will, the word or. Apparently, there's a separate crucial mitzvah that besides for believing in Mashiach, one needs to be in a constant state of waiting for Mashiach. The Ani Mamin wasn't just reaffirming the fact that we believe in Mashiach, even though he's delayed. It was reminding us that we also have a separate mitzvah to constantly wait for him. in Shabbos, seems to agree with this idea. The Gemara there lists the six questions that every individual is asked when they stand before the basin Shamala, the heavenly court. The fourth question the basin asks is, see, peace of Yeshua. Did you wait for hope for? Did you anticipate the redemption? And so what does it mean to actively wait for something? What is the difference between these two mitzvahs between believing and also waiting? And that's where Miriam's music comes in. Miriam and the others didn't just wait. They packed in advance for the big moment. They actively prepared for it. If someone were to ask them, see, peace and Yeshua, did you wait for the redemption? They could say, of course I did. I even went out and brought a drum for the occasion. 
they knew what animalim means. They knew what it means to actually anticipate the redemption, to not just believe in it, but to prepare. Now, in the Astati, this model is exactly what the Rambam means by Mashiach. He already told us to believe that he's coming. When the Rambam tells us to wait for Mashiach, he means we should make sure to be prepared. Now, practically speaking, what does that mean? And to bring it all back, we can turn to Pesach itself for a lucky conception of what it means to wait and to prepare. Marim Sachem, Dafav Amad Aleph, tells us that 30 days before the Chag, Shalvin Vidosh and Pilchos we ask and expound upon the Lachos of the holiday in preparation thereof. Preparation for Pesach doesn't just mean cleaning after all. It means learning about Pesach. So when it gets here, as it imminently will, we'll know exactly what to do. And that's how we can prepare for Mashiach, by learning about what we're going to do when he gets here. To prepare for the imminent arrival of Mashiach, all you need is Mishnah Yosachim, or a Gemara Menachos, or a Ramam Hilchos Malachim. The Svas Emes writes that the waiting for Mashiach is itself the very merit that will bring about his arrival. The generation that hopes from the most is the one in which he will come. Now, Mir Tashem, we will be Zochet to be that generation, and in future years, our Pesach preparations will include a carbon. But if God forbid Achamei Shana, he's still not here yet, when the based in Shamala asks each of us, Tepisa Yeshua, did you wait for the redemption? Whether we bought a drum or packed a suitcase or learned some kachim, whatever it is that we did, Memorabi had to stand with Miriam and the other Nashim Titkanios, in whose merit Israel was redeemed the first time, and say, yes, we were confident that there would be a redemption, and so we went out and we prepared in advance. Thank you, and have a high kosher